Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello and welcome, Power Partners, for Informational Playground. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And we are brought to the airwaves under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. We hope to catapult you from wishing upon a star to imagining your dreams as if they have already transpired. So we want you to talk as if you are living your dreams and your passion and then act like you have everything you need to be the writer, producer, director, and star of your own life. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, which will be at the Moraga Fair this week with a booth sponsored by Michael Verbrugge Construction and Children's Success Unlimited. And this is an African proverb. If you want to go quickly, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Hmm. That's kind of that's interesting, isn't it? Well, mm-hmm. we have a fun and interesting show for you again today, as we always do. In our second segment, we're going to be talking about getting that vacation home. Maybe you've ever dreamed of a cottage at the beach or fantasized about a cabin in the woods or whatever. We're just going to talk about that and see what is the feasibility. We're also going to talk about some promotions, how to brand yourself, whether you are publishing a book or doing voiceover or doing some acting, because we always have to know how to market yourself. But right now, we are going to talk about purse snatching in T for Two. Not too long ago, one of my clients had emailed me, and I was really, really sad to hear it, because... This, um, this is a, a mother and two daughters. They are like this dynamic trio that I just love. And it was Sarah's birthday, and she had bought herself a lovely handbag. And wouldn't you know it, she went to the park and uh, had her bag in her car on the floor. She went to her trunk to get her phone, and some creep who was watching her probably, you know, from the sidelines, knew what and how to be very stealth. And he just grabbed her bag and ran. So 
Starla, the mom, I love her name, had this terrific idea and sent me this email and said, you know, you should really start warning your listeners about purse snatching because I think that there's more of it going on than we know about. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I want to give a shout out to Starla, Sarah, and Dana, and to also thank them. They have been longtime supporters of Be The Star You Are with their their Good Earth Store, and you can go to it at good-earthstore.com and find all kinds of wonderful things for yourself. So, Heather, I know when I told you about this purse snatching, you were all over it. You were like, yes, uh, let's do it. I mean, because, <laughs> you know, you know, because, you know, especially now, young moms are distracted when they're putting their children in a car seat. I think a lot of people... You know, you go to pump gas and you leave your purse on the seat and you grab your credit card. So what can we do to avoid the thieves that are lurking everywhere? I mean, what, yeah, what well, just like you said, is that it's not that we're, uh, you know, not being protective or being lazy about mindful of our stuff. It's just things can happen so quickly now. And just as we know with all the technologies, that credit cards, they keep having to send, you know, new ones now because they're trying to beat out all this credit identity theft and trying to, you know, you can have machines now that can just zap things out. Um, that things happen so quickly that we don't think for that one minute that we turn away, or she said just going to the trunk, you don't think that someone would actually come to your car, steal your purse, um, and run away in that quick instance, but it happens, and especially, you know, um, one, two, there's two big areas, especially women need to be um, more cautious about, and that's at the gas station and at the grocery store, and the gas station, um, it's a unique setting uh, for theft because people go inside a lot to go pay for their gas, leave their purse on the seat. Um, most of the time, gas stations, you know, people will leave their cars unlocked. And even just if I might take out my one credit card, I'll leave my wallet on the um, seat there with the door open because I'm just sliding it in. You know, we do it out of convenience. And as we know, as in so many things in life, that convenience can be good, but convenience can also be very bad. Think of junk food. It's a convenient right. thing, but it's terrible for you. So we need to be more aware of these things because thieves are becoming more stealth. These are little habits they've picked up on that they see people that just make these simple mistakes because we put too much trust in, oh, just a minute, I just turned my back for a second and this happened. So but things to keep um, in mind is, as we know, everything can happen just in a second and these things can be preventable. So First thing, if you're at a gas station, pick a gas station that's well lit and that has video um, surveillance cameras at the pump that, God willing, if something does horrible happen, hopefully that they'll be able to catch this individual or have more information about them. Um, Also, remove when you go to the gas station, if you're choosing to pay inside or even if you're just paying outside, remove your car keys from the car and lock your car because in that instance, someone could physically actually steal your car from you. You know, and that's something. I have to get better at because I don't do that. I I am like I'm one of those people that do like you said. I grab my credit card, I open my door, I put my credit card in, I pump my gas, and usually you know my door's still open. But somebody could jump in. Exactly. 
Exactly. And another thing, keep valuables out of plain sight. We think about that a lot is, oh, I'm going into the, the store, I'm parking somewhere, and I'm going to lock the car, and I'll you know, put my stuff in the trunk or under the seat. But we don't really think about it for, oh, I'm just going to run in real quick uh, to the post. I'm just going to drop this in the dry cleaning, you know, just run out. Those quick things. And sometimes that can do to the areas you live in. I will say, uh, Moraga, that growing up where we live, it feels like a very safe area, but that's also what attracts criminals, too, is that these areas that have been known as being safe because we put that that trust. I mean, things can happen just in your neighborhood. You never know with these things. Um, but also, so again, at the, at, the, um, at the gas station, locking your cars, hiding valuables away, and paying attention to your surroundings. I know so many times, and this goes especially for women, of um, going beyond just stealing, but things that could happen and become um, a, a violent attack or a sexual attack is we start we get into the car and we start texting on our phone and a lot of times you get in the car you're just sitting there maybe even pumping gas or just getting the car people don't lock the car a lot of time you're just sitting there and that makes you a perfect target um and it can be even more threatening and violating if someone is physically having to deal with someone in those uh trying to steal your stuff and that brings up another thing too if uh if something is to happen that uh you are in contact with this person that's trying to steal your things let it go. Just remember it's stuff, it's things. You never know what could turn into a violent situation. You see all the times on the news people killing people because they stole a video game from the person. That's all, you know, they, they took someone's purse and it had $2. And I mean, it, it's insane the lack of value that some people will give um, for a purse thing towards someone's life. So keep those things in mind. I'm just letting that stuff go. Also, if you have your stuff on you, hold your purse. If you're leaving an area, if you're walking, hold your purse like a football player would. I mean, right up against you. And then right. I, That's how I always hold my purse when I'm walking, and I act like a football player, and I walk exactly. like with real confidence and, and like I'm really tough. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. You want to be exact. You want to kind of show your colors, be as tough as possible. But also, too, maybe you don't need your big purse. They make all kinds of items now that are kind of secret little belts or, you know, a secret necklace thing. All you really need most of the time is probably, you know, your cell phone, your ID, uh, one credit card, and some cash. And that's me when I say one credit card. It's great, you know, to have multiple credit cards and to have, you know, a, a wallet that has everything in it. But when you're going, um, I'd say, kind of out of your different areas or just overall in general, not to carry everything with you and to never carry your social security card. That's a mistake. I don't know why people even carry that on you. That's sort of today, that's sort of the, just the one thing that's going to kind of ruin everything regarding identity theft. Um, but just keep the basic essentials on you. And a lot of times you can have these kind of secret little belts or in in interior fanny packs that are hidden from the outside because a mistake too a lot of women will think to put um, uh, purses sort of you know on a satchel wise across them and actually what can happen in cases is that if someone is coming and trying to reach and steal your bag they might not only just steal your bag but they'll take you down with it so oftentimes just get rid of the stuff but having it, um, purses you know kind of satcheled around you is going to actually lead you more to injury um, also regards to the theft and so Something to, um, well, actually, let me just say on one 
and think before again what to have, what to do if everything is stolen. Another thing, um, another place that a well that we put too much uh, trust in, and I, you see this more and more in the news. And I've actually someone actually uh, at the grocery store kind of called me out on it one day. Was at the grocery store is you know we a lot of times we, we put our purses in that little top part that's meant for you know the kids to sit in, and you just turn for a second to you know grab a plastic bag and and put some avocados in and in that split second that you just turned around your bag could be stolen and someone actually one day said to me like hey is that your bag and I just turned oh yeah that's mine and she said you know I know this is a safe area but your purse could be stolen right there and I felt very like you know, like a, a kid being reminded, like, you know, you're right. That is such a... But she a was right. Thing. She was right. But you know, that's so, so interesting because that was, that really happened. Um, I mean, nothing got stolen, but this weekend was kind of a chaotic weekend on Mother's Day with uh, my sister being ill. And we were trying to put together a meal and my mom and I were at the store and she, my mom put her purse in her basket and then she would walk away. And we were like, you know, mom, don't do yeah. that. Give me your bag. You and know, because we were in a really big, big store where uh, things could happen. And as you said, it happens very, very quickly. It's just that we have these uh, thoughts that it's not going to happen to us, but it can happen to anybody. Exactly. And those, and, and, you know, those feelings too of should have woke that alarm. Just think of all the times that when you think you've lost your cell phone, but it's really just lost in your purse. And you have that panic where you're going through your purse saying, oh my God, I'm like on my phone, my phone. Then you find it and you feel very relieved. But while you're going through it, a million thoughts of, oh my God, what this thing, like, oh God, that's, that has everything. Today, now our phones have all of our information on it, have access to things, you know, unless you go into these privacy setting um, and then when we're so relieved but that moment of worry we think of all the things of oh how could I have prevented this so think of that instead of having to go through that fear think about that with your purse as well carry it around you in the grocery store it's a less uh, area that you that someone's going to physically come and grab it from you but it's an area that if you leave your stuff unattended People 100%. No one will, no one's noticing that stuff that if someone else just kind of comes to the bag, people aren't being aware of that. So keep those things in mind. Always keep your guard up, even in areas that you feel comfortable with and you know the area. Things happen, and that's why criminals, they go into the areas oftentimes that they don't live in because these are known as safer areas because people put down their guards. And as you said, that your mom, my grandmother, that makes you also think of what other target you may be. Women in general are more likely to be targeted for theft. So are the elderly. These are people that maybe can't move at a faster rate, won't notice these things, are more trusting. Um, same for, you know, with uh, crimes with children as well. So think of, of those things of, of what you might be um, presenting to everyone else. And if you do, if your purse is stolen, what to do? Um, first thing, or not oh, first Oh, good. Thing, I'm so glad kind of, that you're going to bring those tips yeah, up. So yes. If so if your wallet or purse is stolen, um, this is actually recommended uh, by the Federal Trade Commission. So that's kind of head up there. They say file a police report immediately. And that's to get a copy um, in case your bank needs uh, proof that there was a theft, your credit card needs company, uh, needs proof of theft, or your insurance company needs proof that there was a crime. Cover all your back trails. That's just, that's saying, you know, even though if it, you may never get that bag back, it's, or your purse, or your information, it shows proof that you, this is not a fraudulent thing of you setting this up. 
um, and that this kind of kind of. Uh, creates the first trail because, as we know, there's uh, the credit card companies are getting better and better about you know being helping their their customers with fraud. But when it happens, when it happens really bad, it can take years to undo this. So, cover your bases first by filing a a, a police report. Then also cancel any credit card or any charge card um, that may have been in that purse. Get new cards uh, with new account numbers and new passwords, and call the fraud department. Um, of your major uh, credit card agencies. Uh, there's Equifax, Expedirian, and TransUnion, um, which are the three uh, major fraud departments when it comes to credit cards. Also, ask to put a fraud alert um, on your bank account and, an, um, and add a victim statement uh, to your file requesting that creditors contact you before opening new accounts. So what happens, someone can get your information. They might not use the credit cards that are in there, but they'll use that information to then open new accounts, thus you won't have uh, knowledge of those. And that's why... Or they sell them to other people. That's the other thing is very often they won't use them right away, but they'll sell them to another, um, another, you know, scam person and then it'll be down the line. So you want to take care of it right away. Exactly. Um, report the loss to your bank if your wallet or your purse contained uh, bank information. You know, sometimes there, we just, you know, as humans, we make those things that we leave a little sticky note in our bag of what our password is or little things because we think we'll forget and it's meant for us. Um, but if that falls into the wrong hands, you're kind of in a whole lot of out of luck there. So um, contact your bank again if there's any bank information that can actually be accessed um, and including, you know, maybe if there was checks in there, an ATM card, cancel checking uh, checking accounts and saving accounts, get a new ATM card. Um, and also, if this was something that happened within your home or if your car was broken into, change the locks on your car, change the locks on your home, um, and lo- re- uh, re- uh, find where those previous keys were hide them in new locations, um, and don't give um, identity thefts any more personal information than you need to. And think about this, too. In today's world, we are such a social media, uh, the big trend is to overshare. And we put ourselves at risk, um, just kind of touching into just additional theft things, is when we go on vacation and we might say things, I'm going to Hawaii, this, that, when we show pictures, things that are showcasing that we're not in our home, we're not in our areas, um, much of this stuff, unless you go through and set your things to privacy settings, and you never know. Sometimes people who may, uh, you know, if friends of friends of things can see other things, it's, it's, you never want to think that the world is so negative, but you need to stay on that guard. Be very limited about what you share and who has information about that, and maybe set timers in your lo- in your house for lights, um, and allowing and telling friends too to come and check on stuff. That's getting just beyond with all the the purse stuff. But overall, just to always keep your guard about you, whether you're at the grocery store, you're at your home, or even at the gas station, or even at the park, uh, which unfortunately had to happen. Just keep your guard up and keep your things close to you. You know, and I wanted to jump in there. I think most people probably know who Frank Abagnale is. He was the person that um, that Leonardo DiCaprio played um, for the movie was, Catch Me If You, you know, Can. No, I didn't recognize the name when you said it, but in my mind I was thinking, I wonder if that's the Catch Me If You Can guy. It's the Catch Me If You Can. Well, and so he was a huge, huge con man who actually now works for the FBI and the CIA. But he recently was talking about about um, about this whole identity theft and all of this. And I just 
just thought since we were doing a show on the purse snatching that I should share a couple of other things. Yeah. Because he was asked, um, because he's a very charming guy, right? He was really a con man. And what he's yeah. saying is, is that there's no such thing as con men anymore. <laughs> is, yeah. uh, because con men were these very well-dressed, sophisticated people. They spoke well. They, you know, they really... Yeah, you no um, longer have to, you no longer, it no longer has to be the art of being a con man. It's no, that anyone can no, do it now. No, in fact, here's what he was saying is that the most popular scam today is called an account takeover. And he said that when he was forging checks, you know, you'd have to have a Heidelberg uh, printing press that cost like a million dollars. You'd have to have three journeyman printers to operate it. Today, all you have to do is, if I write you a check, I simply can go online to a check printing service, order 200 checks with your account information. I can even put my own name and address on them. And by your next statement, I've already written checks that have cleared your account. I never even thought about that. And then he was talking about identity theft. And he said, guess what? Your identity has already been stolen. More than 800 million security breaches have occurred, and we only have 320 million people in this country. So that's crazy. So here were some of his tips. He said, shred absolutely everything, even if it's worthless. Shred it with a micro-cut shredder, which turns paper into confetti. Second, you should probably have a service that monitors all three of those credit bureaus that you just um, mentioned. Um, Asperian, what was it? Uh, Asperian, Trans... uh, Equifax, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And TransUnion. So, um, you know, I, I I was in a few movies, and Sony had a breach, and right now they're monitoring my credit. So that's kind of good, but I imagine when that's over, I'm going to just continue. And then the third he said is just don't write a lot of checks, because if you write a check in a store, anybody who sees it along the way could order bonus, bogus checks on your account. And then about debit cards, I thought this was fascinating. He said, do not have a debit card. Use only credit cards. Because if somebody gets your card number and charges a million dollars, you know, I mean, not that you have that. On a credit credit card, your liability is zero. But if you use a debit card, you're exposing your money to the thief. And even um, if you use your debit card every day for the next 25 years, it never raises your credit score. So a, a debit card wow. isn't doesn't do you any good. So he said, get rid of your debit cards. The other thing, you already mentioned it, was about social media. He said, don't use a photograph of yourself straight on because there are so many devices that can take that picture and match it online. Instead, use a photo of yourself with a group of friends taking part in some kind of activity and never, ever, ever post where you were born or your full date of birth because those are the two keys that anybody can open um, an identity. They can open an account with you. So, you and know, I, that, I just find it, and just as you 100%, said. 100%, and I actually have one last one, too, um, is credit cards. Now, Nate, on the back of your credit card, don't sign your signature. Say, please ask for ID. Because Perfect. if you have your signature on there, therefore someone, you know, if they have your credit card, they can look at it. Eventually, they can figure out how to mock it. More, you know, I think less and less today are, are people, you know, matching the, the signature to signature. But if there are uh, some documents, something that you could say, that's not me, and they could show a signature saying, uh, well, this looks like your signature. So cover that boundary as well of being just always on top of these things. 
You know, and it's really, really sad that we have to be this way because, you know, for the most part, most of us are really good people and we care and we would never, you know, steal anything from anybody. But the unfortunate truth is there are those out there that they are going to make a buck from the pain of someone else and they don't care. So my heart goes out to Sarah and I just hope that she was able to to get all of her things back and, and or she probably didn't get it back but to get an, a new handbag and happy birthday that wasn't a very good birthday thing so again um, just be safe we you know we want to be it's better to be safe than uh, sorry and again uh, follow some of Heather's ideas when you are in the store at the gas station at the park or any place uh, that you would be having your handbag or fanny pack and you know and one last thing that comes to backpacks I always used to use a backpack as my purse but um, now it's a much better thing to have a front pack because you want to have <laughs> you want to have it right there in front of you so nobody else can just take it away and again I'm going to give one more shout Shout out to um, my dear friends at the Good Earth Store. It's good-earthstore.com. Again, many thanks to Starla, Sarah, and Dana. And you guys are wonderful, and thanks for being such great supporters of Be The Star You Are. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about uh, vacations. And is it would it be a good idea for you to get a little bungalow or a little love nest or something? Or maybe not. You're listening to A Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. I'll be back in a bit. Don't go away. Star you are. The star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. 
Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, it's all about show business, isn't it? Well, thank you so much for staying with us here at Star Style. Be the star you are, where we hope to catapult you to the stars. So we are going to be talking about vacations. Summer is coming. And I know so many people have always like had this amazing dream to, you know, have a little a house or a cabin or something fun somewhere that that they can go, maybe a teepee in the woods, whatever it is. But is it the right home for you? I know me, I am, I'm a beach girl. I love lakes, I love oceans, and my dream has always, always, always been to have a place by the sea or a place on the lake. But as the years went by and I never did get that extra little uh, cabin or that extra little cottage, I've kind of realized, you know what, I probably don't need it. I probably (laughs) wouldn't have the time to work with it or work on it. But, you know, there's other reasons is that we've got to look at it uh, from a financial standpoint, too, as well as do we have the time to take care of it? Because as the weather begins to warm, you know, everything, is, again, uh, summer vacations just around the corner. The travel season is a heartbreak, a heartbeat away. We're thinking about relaxing and frolicking out of town in remarkable places. And some of you are going to fall in love with a location somewhere. You know, I know some people want to be in Florida. Other people want to be in Arizona. Other people think about Wyoming or Colorado or maybe Mexico or Hawaii. But let's talk about what a vacation home is going to entail. First of all, will you use it enough to make it worth the cost? So, so many of us flirt with the idea of buying a vacation home at one point or another, but you have to ask yourself, with your kids immersed in sports and school and other activities that tie them up on most weekends, what are the chances that you're going to be visiting your vacation home? Are you going to feel like the joy you hope for, or is it going to become just another fiscal responsibility? On the other hand, if you and your family really return to the same area consistently and frequently, having your own place might be reasonable. Now, Notice I didn't say a great cost savings because the way real estate prices are, and they're really high, especially here in California, it's probably rare to break even versus simply booking a room or using an online rental option. But if you go to the same place all the time, maybe it's it's going to be easier for you to have that place where you don't have to pack up. For example, here uh, we're here in Northern California, and we have lots of friends that have little cabins up at Lake Tahoe. Now, it would have never worked for us, even though we were really big skiers, especially um, you know in our earlier years, and we took the kids skiing a lot too. It was just that our weekends were so busy with family and friends and so many activities that if we were to get up to Lake Tahoe to go skiing, you know, even once every two months, that would have been really considered a lot. Plus, having your own home, there's always so much work to do. Like now that it's springtime, you know, there's the weeding and the gardening and the painting and the cleanup and all of that. 
Whereas some friends, they don't do any of those things. They either hire it out at home or they just don't care. And so their weekends, they want to get out of Dodge every single weekend. So for them, it makes sense to have that cabin up in Tahoe because not only are they not having to rent something and try to go through the hassle of renting every weekend, but they have everything there. Their kitchen is stocked. Their clothes are in the closet. Basically, they can jump in the car with their dogs and they get to take their dogs (laughs) and they're there. So for some people, it is the right decision. But again, remember, it's probably not the cheapest decision. Next, are there any tax advantages? If you're facing a sizable tax bill this year, you may be thinking about the possible tax benefits of owning a second home. Now, true, you might be able to deduct your mortgage interest and property taxes up to a certain limit, but if you also want to deduct improvements and upkeep, you're going to need to repurpose this home as a vacation rental. And even then, vacation rentals come with a host of tax limitations, such as a fairly low limit on the number of days you and your family may use it, passive loss limitations tied to your annual adjusted income, and if you sell down the road, the recapture of depreciation you take, not to mention paying all those taxes and insurance on any taxable gain or sale. And, you know, that's something, too, that, again, was a deterrent for me. My husband and I could never um, agree on what we would do if we had a second home. I am such a neat nick, and I really like things in a certain way. And I thought if I had some little, you know, some little cottage, some little sleeping porch somewhere, it was going to be specifically just for us, our family, and whatever friends that we would take. Whereas he, his idea was he would want to rent it. Well, to me, that defeated the purpose. If we were going to rent the place, then it meant that all I would do was every time I visited, I would be cleaning up after somebody else. I didn't want to be, you know, what like an Airbnb. I didn't want to be a bed and breakfast. I didn't want to be a hotel. I just wanted to have a place that I could lock my own home go someplace else and have peace and quiet and be able to write or do sports or do nothing and not have to worry about it. So we couldn't agree. And so because of that, that's another reason that we, for us, it just didn't work. Now, the third thing you have to think about is management issues. Inevitably, pipes are going to break. Roofs are going to leak, sand and sea air is going to wear down the siding and the paint, especially if you're in a resort area or if you're by the beach. And if you are here, who is there taking care of those issues? And will that relaxing vacation turn into simply another work week? Will there be maintenance problems you need to address while you're back home? And perhaps you'll have to hire a property manager to keep an eye on your place and handle these things day to day. And which is a good time management solution, but it's another expense to consider. Now, on that note, my husband's family, they had a small little cabin in Tahoe when he was growing up. And when we were first married, I thought, oh, this is so great. You know, we could visit it, except for he's from a family of eight, which meant everybody's married and everybody had well, had kids and everybody had dogs. And it would turn out that any time that it was our turn to go up to the cabin, uh, again, as I said, I would just be the cleaning lady because Nobody would clean the ovens. Everybody would leave their food in the refrigerator. Things would still be, you know, would be rotting 
there'd be fleas on the, <laughs> on, the, on the rug. And it just became so awful, I just wouldn't even go. So that was a horrible thing. And another, another thing is when Heather was going to school in San Diego and we had a, um, a townhouse for her to live in, it was great while she was there. And it was great for me because I had my own room and I was able to do our radio show because our radio show was out of San Diego for, for many years. And I had a lot of speaking engagements and I had a lot of coaching for acting down in the Southern California area. But when she got married and moved out, we had to get a property manager and we had to rent it. And the people who rented it, no matter how well we screamed, screened them, they always destroyed the place. So every year, it was a matter of replacing, at the tune of thousands of dollars, lots of things, including holes in walls. So it really became a nightmare. Now, second homes as investments. In a perfect world, you buy a vacation home. You pay less for vacations because you have your own place. And then when you don't need it anymore, you sell it for a tidy profit. But rarely will this be your result, unless you have some kind of unusual situation. Otherwise, you should only buy if you can afford to support two homes with no known after-tax credit credit as your end game. And just remember, you could even take a loss. Not many of us can really afford to do so without making other budget sacrifices. And for some, it would be a danger to their financial stability So instead of a carefree vacation solution, they're really going to have a lot of debt. The next thing you got to realize is what are you leaving behind? Is it a legacy or is it a responsibility? Of course, the fondest wish is that you will never need to sell and instead will be leaving a property behind for your heirs to inherit and enjoy for generations to come. But that's not likely to happen without some drama. Some heirs will use it more than others. Some will want to keep it pristinely maintained. Others won't have the cash flow. So you got to fast forward two or three generations, and what you're going to have is a lot of potentially contentious issues and not a lot of relaxation and enjoyment for your heirs. You know, and the same thing goes uh, to if you're thinking about buying a timeshare. Think twice. Think three times. Because in today's age, you know, we have Travel Zoo. We have Expedia. You have the Airbnbs. You have all these um, places online that are constantly promoting discounts for travel here, travel there. And so sometimes these timeshares, you put out a lot of money up front. And then when you want to go someplace, you can't even find a place to go. And that is really, really disheartening. And then the same thing, if you own a place, it means that you're never really traveling. You're always having to go back to the same place, whether it's for a work weekend or hopefully you're going to have a little bit of fun. So here is the candid bottom line. Vacation homes are expensive. They're usually not carefree experiences. They're not the kind of fun that you see on brochures. So you have to know what you're getting into You have to be uh, physically, and I mean that means financially prepared as well as physically prepared and capable to hold on and to maintain for many years. Do your homework up front so that while you are an owner, you are prepared for the unwanted and the unplanned expenses that will inevitably crop up. Toilets are going to break. Showers are going to overflow. 
There's going to be electrical problems. You're going to need to paint. The floors are going to have to be redone. You might have to re-roof. There's always something that goes wrong when you're a homeowner. So ultimately, you need to be emotionally prepared to sell before you are unable to care for this home because you don't want to leave behind a burdensome legacy. So I hope that's a little bit helpful about what you can do on vacations. I think the smart thing, uh, of course, many of you probably already have your second home and hopefully you're really, really enjoying it. But for those of you who are still on the fence, put your money into your first home Really enjoy that. Have some staycations and then save your money for your great vacations that you can go elsewhere. When we come back from break, we're going to be doing some things that can promote you. We're going to be talking about promotions for your book, for your acting, if you're doing voiceovers, because marketing is a skill. And no matter how great you are, nobody is going to knock on your door. If they don't know about you, they can't hire you. So we're going to think about a few things that we can do to get our name out there, our product out there, and our services out there. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We will be right back And make sure that you check out StarStyleRadio.com and go to events. We would love you to visit us at the Moraga Fair this coming Saturday on May 14th. And we say thank you to our two sponsors, Michael Verbrugge Construction and Brooks Olbrey on Children's Success Unlimited. So come out and visit us, make a donation, and you might get a couple of freebies. I'll be right back. This is Cynthia Bryan. Don't go away. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. If you want to have a successful business year, you must encourage these 10 easy steps. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is contagious. Get the buzz started. Experiences. Customers are time poor. Give them a memorable journey that they'll want to repeat. E-Store, maintain an online presence where clients and customers can peruse and purchase your goods and services. Entertainment, consumers want to have fun and they want to have their kids entertained. Events, create events that they want to attend. Education, teach new skills. Customers want to learn and they want to be knowledgeable. Expert, be the expert. Do your homework. Evangelist, be your own promoter and advocate for your brand. Experiment, try new things. And the 10th, be emotional. Show you care because passion breeds profits. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For information on booking a coaching or consultation session, go to star-style.com. Or call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. Or shoot me an email, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star 
star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org Dare to Care Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out. Well, I love show business, and it is calling out to me, and it's calling out to you as well. You know, as you prepare to meet uh, new clients and colleagues, you need to consider how you brand yourself and your work because branding a cow might be painful, but branding yourself as an actor of voice talent or an author, it's not. It's about taking the time for some self-reflection and exploration to come up with the proper approach that is unique to you. So every day we see logos, we hear music, sound effects, taglines. You know, they immediately identify who you are or they identify a company. And you need just as recognizable a brand in order to stand out from the pack. So how you feel about yourself and the service you provide will help you establish what you can charge for your products or services. So you need to consider your name recognition your value, your quality, and your integrity. How much do people trust you in the marketplace? So the higher your rankings, of course, in those four areas, the more that you'll be able to charge. For example, if a talent gives away their services or undermines industry standard rates, they're sending a message that their services have little or no value. And unfortunately, you know, we have in the entertainment industry... We have Screen Actors Guild, AFTRA, and of course, then there is non-union talent. Uh, One of our rule ones is that once you're a union talent, you may never again work non-union. And the reason for that is that there are established fees that are minimum fees that you can charge. And that's to make sure that across the board that people are being treated fairly. If you undercut and you charge less, it's not just you that you're hurting. You're actually undercutting everyone else that is in the industry. So it's really very important that we always have integrity and that we don't uh, show that our services have little or no value. You know, uh, people always say, well, you might get more jobs initially. But what happens is those buyers, once they have a budget, they're going to go elsewhere for a higher level performer. Someone with a resume of a high-profile job garners more trust than someone with, without a track record. So 
if you say that you were in a national commercial or you voiced some kind of a national product, when what you really did is you recorded something for the local office or the car dealership down the street, that's not going to build any trust. So we have to learn to be honest. Call it what it is. If you're working background, say you're working background. If you're a principal with the five lines and under, that's fine. No problem. But the process of name recognition has four steps. Who is the person? You know, and then once you have that, it's like, have I heard of that person? Give me that person. Get me someone who sounds like that person. Because maybe at first they don't know you. Then your name might sort of ring a bell, but then they're not really sure. But next you're in demand and working all the time. And then finally you're so popular, your rates go up and certain people can't even afford you anymore. They still like you, but they want someone who sounds like you, but they only want someone for cheaper. So by the very nature of obscurity, the actor spends a lot of time at what we call cattle call type auditions, where the chances of getting the job decrease proportionately with the amount of people auditioning. So you want people to remember you and request your services because being a seasoned actor and having all the right things, you know, whether it's the right microphone, the, um, the right clothing, the preparation, that is going to make you stand out. We're only as good as our weakest link, and we have to really be aware what is our weakest link. But here are some things that are very inexpensive that you can do to promote yourself. And whether, again, you are an author, as I am, and you're trying to market your book, or, again, whether you are promoting a service, the first thing is, You need to buy your domain name as soon as you have a title for your book or you need to buy the name of your person. For example, uh, CynthiaBryan.com. All right, that's me. My company is also Star Style. So I have Star Style Productions and I have Star-Style.com for domains. And I have many other. I think I have 50 domains now that all are something around you know, Goddess Gardener or, or the Star Lady or whatever it is. So you really need to you really need to have something that the names that buy as many domains as you can that will take people to your site. Then you want to uh, start a blog if you can. You can go to WordPress and start a simple blog, or if you are putting together your own website. For example, it's easy to put together. A website, I mean, it takes time, but most people can do it, like on Wix, uh, and there's many other ones, Web Starts. Then you can get a blog at your website. You want to, um, if you are an author, consider setting up some kind of an event, either at a local store, and a bookstore isn't normally as good a place. You know, we don't sell as many books in bookstores as you might in a floral shop or at the gas station. If you are a writer, you should write a couple of articles on your topic and submit them onto other blogs or in, on other internet sites and see about even getting syndication. You could enter competitions, and uh, that's always a good thing because if you win, then you have something to crow about. Networking. Now, we're going to do a show on networking. Networking is really hard, and a lot of people really don't want to take the time. But, you know, it's interesting. When you meet people face-to-face, they'll 
tend to want to help you more than if you've just made an online connection. So consider going to some networking events. At least, you know, at least try to do one a month if possible. Join an organization or whether, you know, and it doesn't really matter what that organization is, but prepare your elevator speech. It should be 30 to 60 seconds of who you are and what you do succinctly with passion and purpose so that somebody really can understand. And then, you know, follow through is really critical. Is If somebody hands you a business card, just don't toss it on your desk. Make sure to follow through with either a thank you note or an email, something to let them know that you were glad you met them. And, you know, don't make it all about yourself. Remember something about them. Do your research, and you should be pitching yourself as often as possible. Now, if you are an author or you have a, um, some kind of service that, or a product, you may want to be sending out a newsletter, or you might even want to be contacting um, radio shows or something like that. Get business cards. Now, I know that people don't use business cards a whole lot anymore, but it is really good to have um, a few of them in your purse or a couple in your wallet or in your car. So when somebody meets you, you can at least hand them something. You can go to vistaprint.com, and if you let Vistaprint put their logo on them, they'll actually do them for free. But they're not that expensive. For less than $20, you can get some nice cards made up so that you can leave a lasting impression. And I know for uh, Be The Star You Are for the charity, I always have a um, you know two or three flyers in my purse so that if I'm at a wine tasting or I'm at a luncheon or I meet somebody, I can just grab one and say, listen, I hope that you'll consider you know, um, supporting our literacy and positive media charity because we're really doing good things for young people. Put together a marketing plan. I know uh, whenever we talk about putting together a plan, that kind of is scary. But at least write down some things that you want to do. And things look to, start at the end and work backwards. How do you want to see yourself? Where do you want to be? If, um, if people have been helpful, make sure to send a thank you. Whether it's by email or a handwritten note, thank yous are really appreciated. If you've written a book, send your book out to some reviewers. Do a, a quick internet search for conferences or festivals in your area that you might be able to attend. Create an email signature for your email for your product or for who you are, even if it's just going to say Cynthia Bryan, you know, actor, speaker, coach, whatever it is, with your website on it. Put the contents of your website, you know, your descriptions, bio, interviews, uh, and you could even have it, you could have it on a, um, on a flash drive. So if you, if you meet the media, then you could give it to them. And in fact, with that, you may want to make a media page on your website. Take a look at your website. You may need to, like, update it. I know that's what we've been doing. We have a brand new website for Be The Star You Are at bethestarur.org. We have a brand new website at starstyleradio.com and expressyourselfteenradio.com. And very soon, there will be a new Cynthia Bryan website. It's in the process of being built. It just takes a lot longer. Write your bio, your bio and have a long one and a short one. 
because you're going to need that. And you have a couple of great pictures of yourself uh, so that if somebody needs a photo, you can have that. So these are just a couple of tips for you that you can market yourself. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that we never know where our next job is coming to. Be ready to pitch yourself. Be ready to talk about yourself. And don't be shy. This is your passion. This is your purpose. This is what you do. So thanks for being great listeners and allowing us into your life every week. Make sure you're tuned in to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. with myself and with Heather Brittany. We love being your personal growth success coaches. You can change your life and you can make your dreams come true. The only way to get what you really want is to know what you really want. And the only way to know what you really want is to know yourself. So the only way to know yourself is to be yourself. So listen to your heart and be the star you were born to be. For more information about Be The Star You Are, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. To contact me or book a consultation, call our studio, 925-377-STAR. And my aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. I hope you read a book this week, and why don't you make it Be The Star You Are. So speak as if you already are the star you wanted to be. And until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. Be safe. Listen to those tips. Don't get your purse snatched. (laughs) I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference. And we'll be together next week, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Network Empowerment Channel. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star, be the star you are, keep caring. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.